I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Lineals Podcast. I'm Smith, joined as always by... I'm Seth. And I'm Marcus. Okay, yes. <laughs> That's how intros work. Yeah, you voice that makes you moist. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I there he that. is. I missed that. <laughs> I thought we were going to get past it when it happened, but... Nope. Nope. Alas. Never. Here we are. Again, we're back. We're doing this, uh, we're doing the podcast again this week. Um, oh yeah, as we usually do. So right, Seth, I heard you had something you wanted to tell us. Yeah, to start us off, I want to give you guys a scenario and see how would you play this out, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know how to deal with this in my life. So I decided over the past like week or so to uh, actually do some physical activity because I don't do it very much. So I was like, it's probably good to at least get outside and do some exercise every once in a while. Mm-hmm. So I decided I was going to play basketball because I love basketball, and I'm like, you know, you can find parks that have basketball courts, you can go and play. Like, cool. Easy way to do it. I bought a basketball. I found a park. I went to the park. Um, and uh, I went to a park, and I went to one park, but it, it didn't have a fence around the goals, so your ball could just roll into a stream. So I was like, okay, I'll find a different park. I found one. It has six basketball hoops, you know, big court, you know, lines and everything. It was nice. I went there Sunday afternoon. You know, there's a couple families around. Some people playing on one court. I go to the other court. I play. I shoot for a while. And then... These two, like, children come up, um, and I was, they were like, they talked to me, like, oh, let's shoot for a second. I was like, okay, I, just, I was like, they're, I'll let them shoot for a minute. They obviously don't have a ball, so I'll let them shoot. I had the ball, started shooting. One of the kids left, the other one was shooting, I was playing. I wasn't, I, I was like, I couldn't play defense against the kid because I'm, like, two feet taller than him, so it's like, I can't, this isn't fair. Um, so I was just like, let him shoot or whatever. And then the other kid comes back with basically a gang of children. Like, a bunch, like, eight or nine kids that I'm all much taller than, but still a lot of them. And they proceed to start playing, and every time that they shoot the ball, they take the ball back. And I can't get my ball ever. And I'm in this situation where I'm a 24-year-old man who is basically being ran by a bunch of children. Because I can't get, I can't, like, I can't get my own property back, and they're just playing with it. And I just, I don't know what to do. Eventually, I'm just sitting there, I'm like, okay, I'm leaving, so I need my ball back. And then they still wouldn't give it back. They were like no, you can't leave just yet. Like, they don't even fucking know me. And they're like, you can't leave. So then eventually one of them shoots the ball and I just jump over their fucking one foot heads and just take the ball from them. <laughs> and, and like, take it and leave. But what I want to know is like, I didn't want to leave. I wanted to keep playing for a little bit. I'd only been there for like 20, 30 minutes. I wanted to play for a little bit longer. What, what am I supposed to do in that scenario? How am I supposed to get the ball back and also just play by myself and not have these kids bother me? What you gotta do, Seth, is just really fucking stunt on them. <laughs> I, I'm not that good though. Just send them home, Seth. It's time to practice. That's true. 
You gotta get in your house, run drills in your den. You can never yeah. leave your home until you can best these children. I guess I've gotta court. like learn how to dunk. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotta got like do the calf exercises because I'm at the I'm at the the height where you you are the you're, I'm at the minimum height where you can still like kind of dunk. Some people like people who are around five eight five nine can still dunk if they really go for it and really like train their bodies. Mm. So I guess I could do that. And I'm just honestly gonna go dunk on these kids. Because like I can't if, if it was like a person my age I could like you know yell at them and you know be like hey fuck you give me my ball back like if they're being like a dick about it I could be like hey you piece of shit give me my ball back like that's mine but this kid I can't you can't do shit to a kid because they'll tell their parents and you get fucking arrested for the rest of your life because you told a kid to go fucking eat its own asshole <laughs> and I don't know what I what do I do in that scenario. <laughs> I'm not sure that that's exactly completely what I'm right. What, what you do, Seth, is you have your own little uh, gang of children, okay, that are clearly that's better true. than these other kids, all right? Yeah. And when you want your a, ball back, you, you call yeah. them out. Just say, hey, it's go time. I should get a Monstars level version <laughs> of a gang of kids who can stunt on yes. all of them and make them feel bad for being there alive. There you go. No, 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 Seth. Mm. What you do is... First of all, you can't befriend children. That's You, you will go to jail then. What you mm-hmm. need to do is mm-hmm. get yourself a gang of other adults who are 100% down to destroy these children in basketball. Prefer- preferably their parents. <laughs> That's true. That's oh true, my yeah. God. But, yeah, so that was a, like a frustrating scenario. I, I don't really know what to do. But And, and just um, as an aside of this whole thing, I am actually declaring for the NBA draft this year. Um, oh, yeah. okay. if, and if any um, of any of the NBA like scouting rounds guys are out there, I'll just give my stat line real quick. Um, like five eight five. I'm five nine on a good day. Um, <laughs> two hundred pounds, and I can shoot about thirteen percent from the three point line if I'm not guarded at all and there's no <laughs> pressure on me. So, yeah, those are, that's my stats. I'm available at all times. Just hit me up on Twitter, um, and <laughs> yeah, times. we'll be good. Now, I've always wondered, how do you get into the draft? Like, can anyone just show up and be like, yo, here you get drafted? Um, you can, most, it's mostly like, you know, the good college players who like declare for the draft. And they, they, they basically, I'm not sure what the declaration process is. But basically, you have to, you have to officially say, okay, I, I declare for the draft. Exactly. And you have to like, be like, okay, I'm 100% willing to not go to college next year, not do whatever I'm currently doing next year and go to the NBA draft. You have to go to like the the NBA scouting rounds or whatever you play and all that. So you have to like officially do that. But I don't know what, I don't know if you have to have like a certain level of like qualification or if you can just be like, Hey, I, I want to show up. I'll find out though. Cause I am declaring for the NBA draft. Isn't it, uh, isn't doesn't the Philadelphia Eagles have like an open day for everyone to come and, and uh, like try out or whatever. I, I yeah, think it was a like, one time thing. Does that? <laughs> yeah. That's an open tryout, not a draft though. But I'm just saying, like, I've never understood how people get into these positions in sportdom. I don't know I mean, how they attain them. I mean, 95% of them go to college. Mm-hmm. They just play through the middle school, high school, college, and then do that. But people who get in from the outside, it's yeah, it's a little bit of an interesting journey for those guys. So you, you got you got a tough road ahead of you, basically. Yeah. So if you can't make it, if you're not, like, a really good college player, you might, like, go overseas, like, play in, like, Greece or China or something for a bit. And then NBA teams will find you, and you'd go. They'll be like, "Oh, hey, you should try out for our team." And then blah 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 blah. And then you could get in the draft that way too. Yeah. So there's a, well, bunch, guess, there's a bunch of weird ways. I guess now with social media, you could just upload your your uh, highlight reel, Seth, and the 
put it up exactly. on Twitter. I do. Boom. I do have. I have one of my highlights on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and with professional <laughs> editing and everything. So, Beautiful. man, I would mm. love to see what the fuck Greek like Greece considered to be a basketball team. Who are they putting out here for this? I mean, Greece has. They, they have like one of the one of the better basketball programs internationally. I mean, one well, of the see, best now players. I feel dumb. Yeah, one of the best players in the NBA, Giannis Antetokounmpo, is from Greece. So. Right, but like he's like the best thing Greece ever made, yeah. right? So it's yeah. but America has like ten of him. There have been a bunch of Greek Greek players who play in the NBA, and they're like Greece, you know, Greece and Spain, and like all those countries have they actually have like really good um, basketball teams. So yeah, they're like one of the ones who can at least give us a run for the money in the Olympics. When I was a kid, I always envisioned one day we'd have like a world basketball championship. I I, I mean, it's called the Olympics. I mean, but like separate from the Olympics, the Olympics just just let's just be fair here. Olympics are pretty gay. They're uh, they're very Greek, I suppose. Uh, a lot, a lot of what? half naked uh, people grappling you have with just, one another. You said a lot of problematic <laughs> stuff in that one sentence. And I don't know if we need to. Uh, do you think they're playing now. basketball in just ancient Greek robes? <laughs> no, I just, I just mean like the Olympics are associated with. Let's be honest here: a failed, dead society, and we need to discard them for the. For we, we need we need a professional, like American eyesed global basketball championship. Oh, so you want Space so, Jam? Uh, yeah, Space Jam. Mm, so you fair. want stuff to be more like America. <laughs> well, basketball is an American sport, right? I mean, I guess it... I mean, first of all, we're never going to trace back who first invented the concept of basketball. It might have been the Greeks, because it's so fucking old. But the current form of it, yes, was invented in America. Wait, wasn't basketball invented in, like, 1911 by some Mormon guy? Yeah, he and they called it basketball because it was played with a peach basket. But what I'm saying is, the whole idea of like putting a ball into a hole, that's probably been around since fucking year two. True. By yeah, somebody. Like, didn't so, the Aztecs yeah, have like that game where basically basketball, except the hoops yeah, are turned Someone off. has seen the Rotel Dorado. Woo! Baby! <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not, I just, I would question that movie's historical accuracy. True, but like, I've seen like the actual thing. Like, but okay. <laughs> so, to address my story, you guys say that I should. You, Marcus's idea was the best. Befriend Thank a bunch you. of little children. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And take them when we put them all in my car, take them when we to a court, and just uh, make them beat up other little kids. Definitely yeah. transport them over state lines. Definitely go to <laughs> yeah, South I'm, Carolina. I'm not looking for any in-state kids. Come on. <laughs> 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 They're obviously garbage. <laughs> the crop up there, not too good. Yeah, obviously they take basketballs from grown men who just <laughs> Unarmed um, grown men. <laughs> we have a, we have a quick technical <clears throat> aside we have to make here. Uh, Marcus, if I can get you to turn your headphones down and maybe turn your microphone to the side a little bit so that we don't it, get like, so we can't hear everything Seth says through your oh your you mic as told well. me. <laughs> yeah, because I, I could literally hear everything I just said through your microphone. Yeah. Okay. How but about I want to stop in that middle of that great bit. That's check check one two one two. That's we, not you're, you're not the problem. But you're te- not the, the original problem right, here. So, right, right, right. Seth, say something very loud. Loud. All right, that's good. That's good. Okay. This is all staying okay. in, by the way. Fine. Nice. This is all. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thanks for the help, guys. Let's get on to the uh, whatever else we do on this show. We talk about stuff and things. We generally go with politics. Mm-hmm. Um. So I wanted to tell you guys a really cool story that I saw earlier this week. 
about uh, the great city of Chicago. 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 That's a different place. (laughs) (laughs) You enjoyed that way too much. Earlier I was playing. Hey, I'm walking over here. Nope. Again. (laughs) (laughs) I was I was playing uh, the Division Two earlier, and I was like matchmaking with some people. And in one mission, I was stuck with literal screeching children who would not (laughs) shut up the entire time. And then the second time, I was I was with a man who was entirely too much New Jersey. He was just. He was so New Jersey that I quit immediately when the, when the, when the thing was over. I just couldn't yeah. handle. He was like, "Hey, you seen the Sopranos, buddy? <laughs> oh, it's a God. good show. It's a good show." <laughs> Is that how he sounded? One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, Give me the gabagool. Actually, think that guy. Give me the gabagool. <laughs> this is how Southerners view the rest of the world. By the way, it, All, it like, honestly everyone else. is. That's an L.A. person as well. Like, that's it's everyone's accent. <laughs> L.A. people are like, hey, don't stop touching my kale, buddy. That's my kale Oreo. What the hell Oreo? <laughs> the Cal- I think the California stereotype used to be like, hey, brah, you want to go cut some waves? Whatever the hell they do out there. I don't know. They surf, right? Probably. I imagine so. We don't yeah. surf here. Probably we don't need a place to surf. I mean, there's yeah. Tybee Island. Hey, don't 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 put us too close to where we actually. Oh, uh, okay. We don't, we, don't, we don't want any of our dying fans to like. Well, true. Yeah. Tybee Island is incredibly famous, so I think that that's not too much of a giveaway. Lots yes. of folks go there. Um, but anyways, Chicago. Um, hey. <laughs> taking them down to Chicago. Yeah. Uh, no, so. Apparently, the cops tried to uh, arrest somebody for, uh, it just says drugs. I think they were, they, they were like, trying to see if the guy had drugs on him. And then ten people uh, appeared out of, apparently, just nowhere and threatened the cops. And these, these cops had to fucking get back in their car and drive away. Damn. So, that's how you fucking do it, man. Dude, go to Chicago. Um, yeah, I think cops are, like, I was driving the other day. It was a Saturday morning, and I realized that... The cops were just being assholes and pulling over every person who was speeding on the interstate. And I was like, don't you guys have something better to do, you dumb pigs? Like, Clearly come not. on. People are driving like 10 miles over the speed limit on the interstate, and they're fucking hunting them down. They're just waiting on the side of their fuck cops. Yeah, there's not enough crime in the world. They, they gotta do something. Yes, there's not enough crime in the world. <laughs> Official stance of the Illinois <laughs> podcast. I believe our friend Marcus was being uh, what you might call sarcastic. Mm. I've never known Marcus to do that. Facetious, even. <laughs> um, yeah, the cops fucking suck, and I think there should be no speed limit on the uh, the freeway. Just do it like Germany. Just go as fast as you fucking want. And mm, yes. what happens to you happens to you. <clears throat> That's true. Um, yeah, I don't have to see what they do. They're like supposed to help us with our gas or something but obviously we don't care about that at this point so that's I'm, actually, I'm actually surprised we don't have like an autobahn day just kind of hey no speed limits this weekend yeah do you yeah we should also just have witness Ricard- it we should also have ricardo Montalban day i think <laughs> that would be a pretty informative day for uh-huh. all the people who want to know more about uh spanish actor ricardo Montalban. 
who played uh, an Indian person in Star Trek. Yeah, he did play mm-hmm. an Indian guy. And I gotta say, you yeah, pretty well. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Back I mean, was... if it's down to Ricardo Montalban and Hank Azaria, I'm going Ricardo Montalban any day. Just saying. Oh, man. Back in the day when people could just do that, like... When that dude played an Indian guy in Short Circuit who was very much not Indian. Yeah. John Wayne played Genghis Khan. Oh my god, dude. I mean, yeah, we used to live in some wild times. Like, I mean, I didn't live in those times. You probably did. (laughs) And I I was definitely in the Short Circuit era, which blows my mind. And dude, not even long ago, we had Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai. Oh my god, don't. Oh, dude! There is that kid in the there's a kid in the the Social Network that was white who played an Indian guy. Really? Yeah, they didn't. Mm. It wasn't like it wasn't like they like completely like made him brown and like had the accent or anything. But he wasn't. He did play an Indian character. He was a white dude. That's fucked up. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's not gone. And the fucking the butt hurt Simpsons writers just finally got over the whole the fact they're gonna have to get rid of Apu. <laughs> What I don't think it would be that missed, to be honest. Yeah. You I mean, who's the, still watching The Simpsons? You know that the Family Guy writers did a like a, an announcement a couple weeks ago that they're not going to do any more gay jokes? They said they were going to phase out gay jokes. Yeah. And what, and what's like, that process look like? And also, like, <laughs> like I, get, I mean, I don't even watch the show, obviously, but, like, can't you just do that? Can't you just phase it out? Do you have to announce that you're going to do it? Because then, like, because now that makes me realize that there's apparently still gay jokes in Family Guy, which I never would have known because I haven't watched it in, like, seven years. Um, and now, all of a sudden, I'm, everyone who doesn't watch the show knows that you guys are still making gay jokes. Yeah, it's just, like, they, they, they want they want credit, you know? Yeah. Oh, and apparently they've, um... They've replaced all the gay jokes with trans jokes now. So don't worry, guys. Oh, oh nice. There's, they're still being kind of weird. Somebody you can still punch at, I guess. Punch down on in your yeah. humor. But, like, yeah. for real, though, the whole Simpsons controversy, the Simpsons hasn't been good since the time... You, you, you weren't even alive the last time the Simpsons was good. No, like, I, mean, I, I might have been, like, four or five the last time the Simpsons was good. Like, for real, who gives a shit about a poo at this point? Like, I get that it's still yeah. somehow on TV, but really, guys... Does, has anyone cared for the past 10, 15 years what The Simpsons is doing? Yeah, I think at this point they just keep it on to keep the streak of it being the longest running show. And just because I guess Fox feels like they owe so much to Matt Groening for creating their animated section of their network that they're just going to let him do it for as long as they want. <laughs> which they didn't do with Futurama, which is a fucking travesty. Really? Even though, oh even though that show ended greatly, it still should have it still could have done more. A much better show than The Simpsons is, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, hey, Peak Simpsons... Almost nothing's better, but as far as consistency, Futurama every day. For sure. I yeah. love Futurama. Um, what were you we so talking I, about? Cops. <laughs> Futurama <laughs> cops. Yeah. And how much they fucking suck. Uh, but I want to talk about somebody else who fucking sucks, guys. Alright. Somebody we have not mentioned on the podcast very much before, but it's about time we the, we get a couple shots in at this guy. Uh, you guys heard of this, this guy named Beto O'Rourke? Uh, I think I've seen something about him on that news every once in a while. I have n- never heard of this person. You've not heard of Beto O'Rourke? Be- no. <laughs> wow. Wait, are um, we still are we still being? I was being sarcastic. Were you being sarcastic? I'm not. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, okay. So Beto O'Rourke was a guy who in Texas 
uh, ran against Ted Cruz in the 2018 election and lost, and now wants to be president. Oh, yeah. Because that makes sense. Let's let's lose to Ted Cruz, the, the like a man who is questionably human, and then say I can be president. <laughs> yeah, Ted so Cruz is like the embodiment of like of like a half empty glass of water. That's like <laughs> kind of just his whole personality. I mean, do we have any proof he is not actually just a million slugs wearing a human suit? Wouldn't that be kind have. of impressive, though? Um. Yeah, it would be. It's impressive in the same way that you know, I don't know, Sauron's army of orcs was impressive. Like, great, you got a lot of guys that go do something bad. <laughs> Fantastic. It uh, would make him. It would be the by far most interesting thing about him. That's true. Aside from the fact that he claims that his daughter's first word was butter. What? Why is why? Yeah, <laughs> and he also apparently you know his favorite his favorite food is Marcus butter soup. <laughs> butter soup there you go what, what kind we, of soup just soup yeah we, we have talked about I mean I don't I know don't Marcus is new but we've talked about the Ted Cruz soup gate for so long that oh. <laughs> I think we've talked about it we've talked about it for so long that it's inhuman oh almost, my god anyway almost like that show that no, ABC canceled no. shut up are you guys sponsored now so <laughs> we're sponsored by a canceled show <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> They're bringing it back. Are you using us as guerrilla marketing for the new for the reboot? Yeah. Um. So actually, Johnny Isaacson from here in Georgia, you know, one of yeah. our senators, said he said on the, on the radio, "What's his name in Texas? Bevo. Bevo. <laughs> yeah. Now Bevo is a name I could vote for. I could vote for Bevo. Oh, yeah. God. But so Beto O'Rourke, uh, he comes out the gate saying he wants to be president. He's got all these photo shoots in like Esquire and Vanity Magazine, where he's like he's like wearing a a, a button down shirt, open just a, just you know a little bit too much in the chest, tucked into like blue jeans, and he used to be in a punk band and he skateboards and shit. He's supposed to be all this cool guy, and he, whenever he talks to people, he gets on top of the nearest table or counter and like crouches down. You guys seen this? I have. <laughs> He, he also he, he he's trying he's trying very hard to imitate Obama's cadence. Yes, he, is, he does. He's what I call the second white Obama clone, after <sighs> John Ossoff, the one who lost here in Georgia horribly for uh, Tom Price's old seat. Who oh, again yeah. spoke just like Obama. You know the whole like uh, the whole thing where it's like, let me be clear, we are going to find a better way. Wait a minute, like, is Obama, Obama on our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have Obama there with you? That was like as good as my person from Chicago. <laughs> but like, you know, Obama's like cadence, right? And B2 O'Rourke does that shit. And it's so transparently trying to pander to people's like like warm feelings about Obama. Yeah, their nostalgia. Right. So B2 comes out with his first day fundraising. Now, you know, Bernie Sanders uh, broke the record, made $5.9 million in his first 24 hours, right? Mm-hmm. Beto O'Rourke then beat his record, making $6.1 million in 24 hours. But he refused at first to release the specific numbers on what it looked like. Uh, because Bernie Sanders has always touted that his average uh, uh, donation is $27 a person. So if your average donation is lower and you make, make more money, that means that more people technically support you. So, they, so Beto O'Rourke finally revealed... That unlike Bernie Sanders' $27 a, a, a person uh, take, his average was $47 a person. 
and he had half as many donors as Bernie Sanders. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that just shows that, um, you know, Bernie Sanders, he's the he's the man of the left. The people who, you know, want to donate money to him are, you know, there's their, they span far and wide, but, you know, they don't have the best economic means, so they give what they think they can. And, um, yeah, I think that's just one thing that's going to happen in this next election, once again, is that we're going to find out that there is a clearly overwhelming support for Bernie Sanders in important places in America, and uh, we'll see if the DNC fucks him over again, which they probably will. Mm. And you know, the DCCC is another organization Democrats uh, have for like... Too many Cs. It really is, man. Too yeah. many Cs. This is this oh, is our no. review podcast where we talk I'm about... At- I'm looking at Bart Simpson's report card. Too many C's, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> you're go- you're you are fired from the podcast. <laughs> Mark is not going to be my new only co-host. <laughs> I mean, hey, if that's what you want, I'm here, baby. <laughs> uh, but uh, oh, what the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> the D C C C C C C. They actually just like uh, uh, put it in their rules where if you uh, campaign, uh, or, or sorry, if you work for somebody who campaigns against one of their candidates, then you uh, cannot get hired by the DCCC in the future. So that just that's a way of saying to people who try to primary Democrats that if you do it, we, you will not get hired working for future Democrats. <clears throat> and it's wow. just like they they're trying to fuck all their competition. That's really fucked up. Mm-hmm. They do not want anyone to, to, to break into, like, the Democratic sort of, like, establishment and, and subvert them from the inside, which I guess is so sensible. Minute, but Who does that rule apply to, specifically? Anyone, I mean, basically anyone, like, staffers, basically. But like, what campaign does that mean? Like, managers. If you, if you campaign for Bernie, you can't work in Democrats anymore? Well, if you, you got hired by the Bernie, by, by, not, not Bernie, because he's already an elected senator, but let's say you were trying to primary Chuck Schumer in 2020 in, in, in New York. If, if yeah. you then worked for that person who's primarying them, that they're not going to hire you for any more Democratic stuff in the future. Oh, wow. So if your guy won, that'd be fine. Sure, he could keep you on, or, or she, but they're, that no one else is going to take you on after that because of the, because of the new rules. Wow. Weird. And I, thought yeah, that, the, I thought the DNC loved to have people just circle jerk around all the time. And the, 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 the DNC is a separate organization who are most definitely going to use their super delegates to fuck Bernie Sanders when he when he does come into like probably a contested convention. He probably yeah. won't get enough of a lead to like take it home the whole way, and they're definitely going to fuck him somehow. Because they're saying that Joe Biden is going to enter the race soon. He's going to go ahead. He's going to go ahead and come in with his vice presidential pick, and he's, he's going to pick uh, Stacey Abrams. Damn, I'm not. I'm not entirely against Stacey Abrams, but I don't know how I feel about Joe Biden. Well, I would hope that she would be smart enough to not take take part in a stunt like that, because I that's mean, never worked ever. I don't know. It might work this time though. That's the thing. There's a lot of nostalgia for for old Joe Biden, yeah. But we'll see. He might. He. I think he probably thought he could just come in and clean up, but now he's saying he can't. Um. So we'll see how that goes. But, more importantly, I hate Beto O'Rourke. I hate him more. Go ahead. I was like, I hate him more than anybody else in the fucking race right now. 
He has to be like the most boring candidate in a long time. Because like, he's he he tries so hard to be interesting that I find I find him more boring than like a Ted Cruz type. He's so fucking lame. My problem is I keep getting told by people that he's the candidate of young people. That he's young and he's hot. And he, oh people want to flock to him, <laughs> and the, the kids are gonna are gonna are gonna show up for Beto. But I have yet to see a single kid or young person saying that like they like Beto O'Rourke. Yeah, I know, because like like I'm saying, like I mean, I'm obviously the young person on this podcast for many years, <laughs> clearly. And I gotta say that, like I just said, Beto O'Rourke is corny as shit. Like it's like when you're fucking like. The, the band director at your high school like, is like, oh, guys, I want to go pop an ollie. And it's like, fuck you, you fucking khaki-wearing, fucking old-ass-looking, stupid-ass, fucking bad-haircut little fucking idiot. I don't want to take part in anything you do, corny-ass little shit. You know what? This, this would have been a great line to use on some of those kids playing know, with basketball. I should have. Shame. But, yeah, it's like he's just, he's just so corny, and I can't get behind the guy, like, He's, he doesn't have a vote. I don't. I don't find him very interesting, and I just. I'm. I'm very surprised that he's gotten the amount of support that he has. And plus, Seth, since you know a little about him, what are his policies? Isn't his? I mean, honestly, you you keep calling him the Obama clone. Isn't his policy just to try to be Obama? Basically, yeah. Like, yeah. just do Obama did again. And even then, mm-hmm. he has he has no like actual positions on things. Uh, instead of Medicare for all, he supports a plan called Medicare for America. Which is literally the shitty, just the shittiest idea that anyone's come up with so far. It does nothing to help anyone. It's a fake plan, a fake idea even, and it, that's what he's throwing his weight behind. He, he doesn't care about trying to help anybody, but they keep calling him progressive, and I don't see. I can't. Think, I feel like I'm taking fucking crazy pills because I don't know what is progressive about him. Yeah, I don't. I don't see what the the Democrat strategy is besides Bernie Sanders is because like what one one of the things that won Donald Trump his presidency is that I mean like him or not he brought fire and he brought passion to his stupid ass campaign and it's it's able to energize people to actually want to vote for you I mean love love him or hate him that's how it happens and the the Democratic people the Democratic candidates like everyone besides Bernie is just like we want what Obama did. That's what we want. And it's like, that's that's not a successful strategy. I mean, it's probably going to work for them just because the DNC is going to fuck them over, like we said. But if you really want to motivate people to vote Democrat this year, you have to motivate them. You have to bring some fire. You have to, you know, you have to go head-to-head with Donald Trump because he's not going to play fair. He never has. He's gotten away with everything he's ever done. So we have to stop. We, we the, These people have to stop getting caught up in oh this person said this thing this time we can't support them it's like because donald trump said everything and he's gotten away with it so we kind of have to put some of that aside and we have to bring some fire bring some passion and um don't do the whole they go low we go high thing if they go low we'll fucking go lower if we have to we're digging fucking sub basements down here yes we're finding fucking abandoned fucking tunnels so no one knows they're there yeah, we're finding some of those tunnels that we might be talking about on a different episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, so fuck Beto O'Rourke. Um, and I do think that, that uh, uh, well, the thing that the, the Democrats can't do, in my opinion, is make the entire election about Donald Trump. They have to have a competing message. 
And to go head to head with him, you have to have a message that competes with his own. Because he has a vision for the future. And it's the past. You know? It's yeah. make America great again. It's return to the past. And if we want to beat that, or they want to beat that, they are going to have to come up with a message that is more compelling, a better vision for the future. Yeah, because that's, that's one of his that. strengths is that, I mean, although his plan is stupid to make us go to the back the past because that will never happen, at least people know what the past looked like and they have that image in their head. The Democratic candidates aren't, besides Bernie Sanders, are not giving people a very good image of what the future can be. You have that's to really true. give them a clear vi- vision, otherwise they're just going to default to what they already know. Uh, so, Marcus, you got any thoughts? Um, well, as far as the the Democratic Party's concerned, like, since we know they're not, they're still not gonna do all the things you guys are suggesting. (laughs) But at the very least, if they stop, like, stepping on each other's toes and trying to screw each other over, they might actually get something done. Which, you know, is another thing that isn't gonna happen. (laughs) You know, though, speaking of this whole, like, we're gonna take on Donald Trump, did you guys all see the fucking sad, wet ending to the Mueller report? Yeah, oh yeah, he, uh, Donald Trump didn't do anything wrong. They did all these two fucking years of all this shit, and everyone's praying for Mueller, and they're, they're making fucking posters, they put his face over the fucking Marvel heroes, but like, all that kind of shit. They got prayer candles for Mueller, and the women are fucking horny for Mueller, and SNL has a fucking entire thing where they sing a Christmas carol to Robert Mueller, and what comes out? Fucking a big ol' oh. <laughs> Quite a, a wet blanket of a of a bombshell, if you will. A fucking a dud, basically. A bomb that does not even go off. I was in a meeting all day on Friday, but I kind of checked my phone every now and again, and it was just wall to wall. People that I follow who are laughing because everyone that I've known has known for a long time that the Mueller report would never matter and it wouldn't accomplish anything. And it was just so fun to finally see it come crashing down around the libs. Yeah, it's uh, it didn't surprise me at all. I mean, the the surprising thing to me would have been if even if it even helped a little bit at all to have the case for impeachment or whatever people were asking for. I'm not even sure what they wanted the Mueller report to actually give them. But yeah, at the end of the day, I, I wasn't very hopeful anything was going to come out of it. I seem to be vindicated in that. They wanted Donald Trump in handcuffs being walked across the South Lawn, dude. That's what they wanted. Yeah. Which, once again, I cannot stress enough that Donald Trump being impeached would be worse than him being president. Just saying. Probably so, because it would ennoble all those people. That, and then you would get Mike Pence, who would who doesn't have any of the controversy of Donald Trump. He doesn't have any of the stuff that keep people like constantly hating him and then he'll just be a straight up ass puppet for the republicans and yeah, there, there wouldn't be any like crazy comments that are sidetracking everything and yeah exactly his twitter would be bland and boring there are people who like go on his twitter and you know get mad at him no, nothing to actually spark a real opposition which is the reason that donald trump being president is better than mike pence being president or most yeah. other republicans honestly <laughs> and i will say if Donald Trump did somehow, under some fucking crazy alternate universe uh, ending to this, get arrested, can you imagine how many people will be in the streets shooting other people over this? Oh, yeah. yeah. 
The fucking QAnon people be going insane killing people. Yeah, we gotta do something about QAnon. It's fucked up, man. Marcus, you know about QAnon? I do not. Please, please. Oh my god, me. Marcus. You guys know I live under a rock, okay? Jeez. You gotta change that for the podcast because there's an amazing world out there of QAnon. Alright. Okay, I'll give it to you in a real, a real quick nutshell, real quick. Uh huh. Uh -huh. QAnon believes that there is a secret or society of pedophiles that run the world. Mm. This part is true. Yeah, I right. say that part isn't wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah that of course it's a conspiracy. <laughs> then they believe that Donald Trump is the one warrior in the world who is still fighting the pedophiles. Wow. He became president. <laughs> so he used his executive power to hunt them down and defeat them for once and what, for all. What, I'm sorry, where, where did this logic come from? Like... There's a person on 4chan. I know. Look, I know how it sounds. There's a person on 4chan who posts under the under the trip Q, who claims that they are a, a deep state monitoring person who works for Donald Trump, and that they are they are watching the situation unfold, and that any day now, what what the QAnoners describe as the storm is going to happen. And you're going to see all the Democrats being led out of the fucking the Capitol building in handcuffs and chains because they're all pedophiles. And then the good, white, Christian, God-fearing people of America will take over the world again and it'll all be okay. <laughs> like, like Donald Trump. Excellent. Wow. 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 Yeah, Donald yeah, Trump. Dude. I mean, these people, like, like you said, their headline that there's a bunch of pedophiles around the world. Perfect. Makes sense. But thinking that Donald Trump is a person fighting that and not a person who's, you know, probably peeing on 13-year-olds. Uh, not not so smart, guys. Yeah. And, and definitely not a very good uh, Christian advocate, Donald Trump. And I mean, Donald Trump is on the fucking Jeffrey Epstein flight logs where we know little girls were sexually abused by Jeffrey Epstein and a, literally a who's who of world of American elite politicians, including people like George Bush and fucking Bill Clinton and, I mean, Mitch McConnell. Everyone's name is on this, these flight logs, including Donald Trump. So... Mm. If anyone is part of the global pedophile ring, it's Donald fucking Trump. Yeah. It's basically a, a, just a fuck flight for small children to just be ruined for the rest of their lives by a bunch of sweaty old men um, who have gained all of their power by having sweaty old men as their fathers who had a lot of money. Yep. Mm, yeah. And the other thing is that the QAnon people are mostly old people. Like they're mostly like in their sixties and seventies and shit like that, and they have they've they've never really done internet stuff before, so they have no clue that this person on on 4chan is just fucking with them. And so, I mean, dude, you if you ever want to see some crazy shit, go on to Twitter, search for the QAnon hashtag, and you will see some insane fucking shit out there, dude. Mm. They, they even have this thing where they, they have a slogan. It's, where we go one, we go all. Damn. <clears throat> Try and unpack that real quick. So what does QAnon have to do with Pizzagate? Uh, Pizzagate was a completely separate uh, uh, conspiracy theory that, that kind of merged together with QAnon at some point. And it uh -huh. all came from like the leaked emails from... Ah, oh, fuck, what's that dude's name? 
The one who leaked Hillary Clinton's emails by accident and they clicked on the fucking wrong-ass link. I don't know, some fucking Democrat. Uh, and they kept having references to pizza in the emails, and it was literally saying, we're trying to order pizza for whatever kind of event. And people just kept seeing the word pizza and thought to themselves, this means little children. Why? Mm. No one knows how they made that connection. <laughs> but that became the thing. So yeah, the world's crazy, um, yeah. and people are doing some insane shit. Yeah, man, the world's, uh, the world's a little fucked up. Uh, speaking of insane shit, did you guys happen to see that crazy-ass tweet and article The Economist put up? Be more specific. No. I'll, you know what? I'll, just give you the, I'll give you the headline. Fuck it. Should transgender people be sterilized before they are recognized? I mean, okay. What? I'll give you. I'll give you one thing, economist. You, 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 did, you did the rhyme thing, so people are gonna people are gonna read this because it rhymes. Mm-hmm. Um. So are they? So is the is the argument here that transgender people should be sterilized before we recognize their their transition or before they are recognized what is that what are they what are they pointing to here well okay this all comes from a new law that japan has passed where it requires this for a person to transition to the other to the 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 other gender i guess if you believe in the gender binary um they have to be sterilized um and the thing is i don't know why i can't figure out the rationale behind this I mean, I guess it's just because, I mean, it's just probably old school fear that, oh, if you're a transgender has a kid, then they're going to be retarded. I don't know what their fear is. It's probably something really, uh, really dumb and old school. Well, I know that here in America, you, you sometimes do see trans men who, who get pregnant and give birth. And I think that, I don't know, that, like you said, it's probably fear that freaks people out, the idea that a man could get pregnant. It happens to seahorses every day, people. That's true. <laughs> that is true. So, I mean, and I think that the people who here have not seen that fucking uh, Schwarzenegger film from the nineties. What was it called, Mister Mom? Mister Mom. That's right. Or was it Junior? It was Junior. Junior was that was the one no. with him and Danny DeVito, right? Yeah, that was him and Danny DeVito. Right. Mister Mom. Was Mr. Mom as a kid? You know what? It doesn't matter. It happened in the 90s, right? And it was a big joke or whatever. But no, no, no. We're, I'm going to get this right real quick. Junior is a movie where um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito are brothers. Uh-huh. And Mr. Mom. Wait, no. Mr. Mom is where, yeah, it's where he has a kid. I'm right. I think. <laughs> Wait, hold on. And what that's what you're really right. matters. You know what? Let's, let's look this up. Is Mr. Is Mom how... where he's a nanny or is where he has a kid? Well, we're about to fucking make it. Uh, no, Mr. Mr. Mom is Michael Keaton. We're both. That's wrong. what I was about to say. It's not even fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. We're both wrong. So he might have June, done it in what Jingle Bells. Is Junior the one? Not he has yet. A, he has maybe in Junior. He has a kid, and Daniel DeVito is his brother. No, I think that Danny DeVito is his brother. Are they brothers? Is no, Danny is? DeVito is the doctor. Oh, okay, right, right, yes. right. It is Junior. Yes, it's him and Emma Thompson and Junior. Okay, right. Gotcha. Damn. But there Dude, is a movie where those two guys are brothers, though. I know there's that much. There is. There is. I think it's called <laughs> Mr. Mom. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called Twins or something? It doesn't matter. We keep, yes. We're getting off track here. The Economist is fucking crazy. This, this should not have been uh, published, in my opinion. 
Yeah, it's like, I mean, it, this is like fucking, it's, it is hot twins, by the way. Um, this is fucking like a next level offensive and backwards and just insane. And the, the Economist is supposed to be some kind of reputable news source that um, it claims to be like, you know, it claims to be a little bit bipartisan and uh, neutral. But this is quite a fucking outrageous thing for them to say. And it's one of those things where they use a crazy headline that's related to a world event. They don't say, like, Japan asks, should Trent, or Japan decides. They're just like, hey, here's a general question. You click on the link, and it's like, Japan does this thing. And it's like, oh, okay, so this is about Japan doing a terrible thing, not should we do it here in America. But if you just read the headline, and even then, you're, you're posing the question, like, should we do the, th- the thing Japan did? Yeah, so... The best thing is it's clickbait, but it's like, it's clickbait that people who don't click on it are going to be like, man, the economists, you know, they kind of agree, the people, all people, when they agree with me that transgenders are bad and the economists, is, you know, they're on my side. So it's like, it's just a bad look for them and just a bad look for journalism in general. Mm. Uh, also, in other news, the U.S. life expectancy has dropped for the third year in a row. All right. It's actually it's kind of a it's almost a good thing, but it's probably but it's probably dropping for the young people, not for the old people. Uh, no. Actually, it's well, yeah, because of the opioid epidemic. Mm, yes. Which is it's not striking young people so much as it is like middle aged people, um, but it is definitely skewing lower than you know natural causes of death. Um. So yeah, dude, like, we really do not understand how many people are dying of opioids in America right now, especially in rural areas. Mm. Yeah, like, especially, like, like, rural, like, southern areas, people are get or not rural, but, like, yeah, rural southern areas, like, like low income, mm-hmm. people are, people are just dying left and right. Yeah, and farmers are killing themselves a lot, too. Really? Yep. Oh, what, what, what's going on there? Because a lot of farmers are, are realizing that they cannot sustain their farms off of the money they make farming, and their choice is to, uh, I mean, kill yourself or sell your farm to a, a corporate, uh, an agribusiness, you know, and then I mean, and then move to a city or a town and find something else to do with your with your life because the the, the agribusinesses are able to offer prices that are so low that they can't keep like small farmers can't keep themselves in business, which is fucked up. Yeah, and that's going to happen to uh, more and more industries uh, every year. Yeah. People are going to start to realize that it's uh, hard to sustain yourself under uh, what the internet likes to call late-stage capitalism. Yeah, that's pretty much true. It says right here also that deaths by suicide rose by about 3.7% between 2016 and 2017. Um, And it's really risen amongst uh, uh, female girls, sorry, teenage girls. Really? It rose 70% between 2010 and 2016 for, for teen girls. Damn. Holy crap, that's too much. That's a bigger number than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and, and men has also risen uh, as well, but not nearly at the rate that teenage girls has. Um, so that's, that's, fuck it, that's fucked up, you know? Did they give like a reasoning or a possibility? Not, not in the article that I've seen. It's just you know, uh, in general, I think that young people, especially young women, 
uh, I mean, you know, it's like the world's getting worse, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. And people can kind of unconsciously tell that it is. Yeah, the damn, the kids from, uh, who survived the Parkland shooting are now kill themselves. Oh, I saw that. That was pretty fucking sad. Yeah. And then a person who, sur- or a parent of one of the Sandy Hook kids did it too. It's like, fucking shit's going downhill. Quick. Yeah. And and you know what? Here's the thing. Donald Trump and his administration are not helping because uh, it says right here, I have a, a little uh, statistic. It says that the, the Trump's new budget they're trying to get passed in about a month or two here uh, calls for $3.5 billion dollars in cuts to WIC, um, you know, which is basically food stamps. Yeah. Uh, for women, infants, and children, I believe is what it stands for. Wow. It serves over 6 million people uh, in America, and they want to cut it by $3.5 billion. Are yep. you kidding me? It's, 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 again, it's been getting cut ever since 2012 uh, by a little bit, and then since he took office... Uh, it got cut. Uh, I mean, it's just been getting cut more and more. Like it looks like two percent, two more percent. So now we're gonna go three point five billion off of that. So who knows what, what amount that is? Um, yeah, it's getting harder, harder to just eat for people these days. Just to eat and try to stay alive. Yeah, they they they, they really don't want to spend any money helping anyone stay alive. And that's fucking crazy to me. Yeah, it's fucked. The whole system yeah, is fucked. That's actually insane. This is like, all fucked. This country's fucked. This <laughs> podcast's fucked. My fucking refrigerator is fucked. Fucking outdoors is fucked. Everything's fucked. You go outside and kids steal your basketball and want yeah, to play. Yeah, they take your basketball fucked. and they, they're literally like a foot tall and I could kick them across the world if I wanted to. <laughs> but I, I literally, I can't because of rules. <laughs> You know, Seth, you know, many rappers would probably say, just change the game on him. That's true. Play dodgeball. Hit them he's, in the face. He's got a point. <laughs> he's got a point. Also, I don't know how I pointed this out in the, the last time I said this, but no parents in sight. No, Nobody taking care of these kids at all in the whole park. Mm-hmm. And it's just a gang of them. So, like... I mean, I mean, it's cl- it's clear they've been funding for themselves for a while. So, yeah. I mean, they got a hold of your basketball. Come on. I like the idea that you could get into a dodgeball match with these children and just start giving them black eyes and busted <laughs> lips and their parents are going to stand there or like be there when they get home and say, what happened to you? And they'll be like, uh, some some giant man uh, destroyed me with a, a basketball to the face. And then and you're like, well, what, were you playing dodgeball? Uh, yeah. Well, well, rules of the game. Yeah. <laughs> rules of the game. I can't like- get mad. Can't do anything. Better yet, be like, okay, well, did you try to steal his basketball? And they're like, yes. And they're like, well, you fucking deserved it. <laughs> oh, man. I just have the idea of, the, of like, I've been watching, are you watching, watching uh, Game of Thrones? And they talk a lot about honor wait, on wait, the what, show. Wait, what's that about? <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. talk a lot about honor on the show. I'm just picturing, like, Stannis Baratheon watching someone just, like, cream that little fucking fucked up face girl with a ball and just being like, mm, can't do anything about that. Yeah. She dodged. <laughs> she dodged. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Those are the rules. <laughs> she knew what she was getting into. She agreed to step into the fucking octagon. <laughs> Y'all want to get mad at something real quick? 
Yes. Oh, sure. All right, so I assume that we all here, I barely know who this person is, but we all do know that Khloe Kardashian is a person that exists. Oh, I know what you're about to bring up. Okay. Uh-oh. So apparently she, she does clothes, I guess. Yeah, of course. It's one of her do. things. And there's a tweet here that I've seen that someone says, uh, a girl says, so I realize I have to work 20 hours in order to afford Khloe Kardashian jeans, and I'm in love with them, catch me picking up extra shifts. And Khloe Kardashian herself responds to say, oh, this is so cute, I'm so happy you enjoy them. Mm. And that is capitalism at its finest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone's just like, I have to work 20 extra hours. How much do these fucking jeans cost? What's the, what's the price to have a pair of fucking jeans? <laughs> Too much. That's I'm going to do some research real quick while you guys talk. I'm just saying, like, and then you see this person saying, I work 20 extra hours. And you're like, oh, that's so cool. I'm glad you're going to do it. Like, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. The fuck is wrong with you? Um, and, I mean, she clearly, she clearly doesn't understand, like, because she doesn't understand the value of her dollars. Like, she's like, she just needs more, yeah. and she has a quick way to make more for herself. Um, well, the, so they seem to range in price. The lower end ones are about $99, which is still expensive. Still expensive, but, like, for jeans, actually, surprisingly, not that much. Some of the higher end ones get up to, like, 170 um, one eighty. I see a pair here. Good God! Uh, I don't so, pay a hundred dollars yeah. for groceries. I'm not paying a hundred dollars for jeans. Yeah, I'm seeing about, but I can't imagine. I mean, I guess maybe she meant twenty. Maybe she meant twenty hours to afford them and also be able to afford the rest of her fucking life. Yeah, um, probably. Because yeah, they they do seem to be at the upper end, about a hundred, like two hundred dollars. I'd say is the upper end of these things. Which is crazy. Even, even that price to me is crazy. I know clothes yeah. get more expensive than that, but it's jeans, man. Yeah, but they're Khloe Kardashian jeans. Did she fucking wear them? I don't understand why you're so... <laughs> no, her Would that change... Wait, 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 wait. Would that change your price? <laughs> yeah, they'd probably double. Would that... Oh, I'm not asking you personally, Smith. Would that I mean, change I your wouldn't price? pay for them. <laughs> I'm saying people... When people buy something a famous person had, they want a, a bold Babe Ruth hit. Not just some random ball. I mean, I guess his signature makes a difference, but like, not oh, a ball yeah. that Babe Ruth made in a Babe Ruth ball factory. Okay, right. Well, also, like, you know, there's like Michael Jordan sneakers. Right, those but are, those, those are like high. Yeah, but, but aren't those like those... High, really expensive because they are high quality and shit? That's true. I mean, I do have several, several pairs of Michael Jordan shoes. And, mm. But yeah, and I'm sure uh, that the jeans that she gets, I mean, they're probably sewed by a Taiwanese child for a, a bag of Doritos a day, but. They're, I don't understand why they're $200, man. Like, come on. Yeah, Gene, I mean, clothes entirely. Like, people actually, like, they, people have, like, cost analysis stuff. And, like, even, like, Jordan sneakers, per sneaker, probably the the estimated price is about $5 of materials. Um, mm. And then, who knows, they probably pay the labor half that. And, you know, they cost, like, 160 bucks. So it's, like, yeah. obviously they're fucking marking this shit up to an insane value. Oh, so it's yeah. all just profit. It's just more and more profit for people at the top. Yeah. And we get fucked. Yeah, Chloe Kardashian, this is the one we talked about a couple weeks ago because she was the, they said she was the first, or she was the youngest person to become a billionaire no, or whatever. That's, that's Kylie Jenner, the youngest uh, self-made oh, billionaire. The, the other Kardashian. <laughs> Wait, she's a Kardashian too? 
Kylie Jenner, yeah. yeah, because they're all they're all related through um uh Rob Kardashian and like Chris Jenner. Okay. This is a really and weird Caitlin. family. Yeah, don't forget yeah, about they, Caitlyn Jenner. Yes. Because they have like That's a TV show or Jenner. something, right? And that was the whole. Did they have a TV show or something? Yeah, they had a TV show. Now yeah. they have like five TV shows. Wait, what? Good I'm sure. God. Yeah, at first they had Keep Up with Kardashians, which I think still comes on. And then there was a. Sh- I don't know why I know this. There was stuff there was like Chloe and Lamar. And then there was like Chloe and Who's Lamar? Take Manhattan. He's Lamar Odom. He's a basketball player. Or was a okay. basketball player. Um. And then there's, like, they have all these different, like, Kylie and Kendall have their own show. It's just, like, it shows about rich-ass people doing rich-ass people stuff all day. That's all it wait, is. Wait, 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 wait. How many of them are there? How many Too of them? Too many. You said Chloe, Kylie. Okay. There's, there's also Kim, right? Chloe, Chloe, yeah. Kylie. Okay. Well, I'll do the Kardashians. There's Kim, Chloe, and Courtney. Oh, this is another one. And then there's, yeah, there's Courtney. And then there's Kylie and Kendall Jenner. Those are the oh five. God. Um, Kardashians. Five, um, yeah, five of the Kardashian clan. Um, and uh, Kanye West said it best in one of his lyrics when he was like, "You have stepsisters you want to smash. I've got four of them." <laughs> uh, which is just one of the boldest lyrics a person can say. Or he's fair, openly I saying, think he said stepsisters." Yes, he is like. I mean, not sisters-in-law. Sorry. Okay. Um, he's and uh, that's what he said, and like pretty bold to put that out there they're like basically telling everyone in the world that you, you want to bang all of your sisters in law i mean hey man's got nothing to lose i guess oh, he really doesn't now, do, do all their names start with a k yes that mm, wow Brandon. i can think of Ooh. another clan that has uh like k's in there <laughs> well there's technically six k's in there. oh that's two kkk's double, double the kkk my friend <laughs> yeah i'll have you know that's luckily wow, I don't. So... Luckily I don't. At least the one thing I say about this, I don't think they're racist. So that's kind of a good thing. I feel like from what I know, though, that they're just like they have a, a next level advance form of racism. We're not. We don't. We the we, poor people we have access to yet. It's like it's like a rich person racism. We can, we don't understand it yet. Well, no. I mean, it's just it's just classism. They just don't like poor. That's people. true. They like they don't like the race that is poor people. But I, I just like the idea that there's a, another version of everything that we don't get access to, including yeah. racism. It's like how they, they make Ferraris <laughs> for people who only like already own 10 Ferraris. There's like a special club for those people to buy different Ferraris nobody else can have. As if anybody else can have them anyway. Okay, I don't want to say, what you're saying is correct. That's all true. I found about this like two years ago. There is no greater indictment of the human, of no sorry, of capitalism than the fucking Ferrari Buyers Club. In that mm. you've already bought ten Ferraris. Here's a Ferrari that you can buy that'll be made just for people like you. Yeah, it is actually an insane <laughs> level of rich, uh, rich uh, indulgence in capitalism that you don't quite get anywhere else than the ten Ferrari club. I collect uh, magic cards. This guy collects fucking cars. Yes, he collects cars that cost upwards towards four to five hundred thousand dollars. Jeez. I'm, I'm, I'm itchy thinking about it. It makes me so fucking And the angry. best part is, the best part is, they don't drive them. They're just it's cars. Just there. What, the, what, what? What? Yeah, you can't drive a Ferrari. You fucking... <laughs> you have ten of them. Yeah, you have no. nine reasons to drive Ferraris. Yeah, no, you no, can't man. A... Because then, then, then it, you, it, it wouldn't be pristine anymore. Yeah. It's not just an object of your of your but of your wealth anymore. Again, you have nine more. 
Yeah, that doesn't matter to them. Like, they Even don't if you care. wreck five Ferraris, you have yeah. five more. Right. And the one they gave you for free, I'm guessing. No, you still have to pay, you still have to pay for yeah. the 10 Ferrari Ferrari. It's just that uh, you get a Ferrari that nobody else gets to have. Like, you know, me and you, when we go to buy our Ferraris, we can't get the same one as them. <laughs> of course, of course. Yes. I feel like when, when the fucking revolution comes, we need to find the Ferrari Buyers Club list and oh, just behead the, every single person on that nah, list. Nah, the first thing we're doing is we're all, every one of us is getting a Ferrari to just drive, like put a Molotov cocktail in and drive right into their homes. Mm, That's oh like the God. first thing we get to do. I'm liking this plan. I swear to God, dude. Just just drag the people out in the street. Put on, just ISIS-style behead them. Just put it on the internet. Let the, let everybody else know that we're coming for you. Because there's there's no one should have that kind of wealth. It just it should not yeah. exist. Like, what do you what do you need ten Ferraris for? What do you need six houses? Like, six, no, I'm sorry, six mansions for, you know? Ugh. Mm. <sighs> I mean, I'm when so you mad. Live in one mansion for too long, it starts to smell like it. So you move to the next one. I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> and then the cleaning crew comes in and just gets all that you rich person stink out of out of the house. That's right. And you rotate between your yeah uh huh. It's like people who buy boats. It's like I have one boat that I own and it's made entirely out of sheet metal, basically. Yeah. Uh, and it has no motor. I row that motherfucker around. <laughs> I have one yeah, that's made up of all my old Ferraris. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's people who, who buy the boat that you can park a smaller boat inside of. Yes. Wait, what? No, Marcus, if you have not seen this, it is incredible. It is like a little. It's like a, it's a huge boat that has a tiny compartment for a smaller boat. Uh huh. Like, and not like, just a regular wait. smaller boat, like a dinghy or a. It's, it's a fucking speedboat. Yeah, and it's like it has its own in boat garage for other boats. Wait. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, mm. There's also one that has a, a garage for a fucking car. In the boat? In the boat. Yeah. Or in the boat of the smaller boat. No, 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 sorry. In, in, in the I'm bigger boat, confused. Yeah, you have a, a garage you drive your Ferrari into, so when you sail to Europe, you can just drive your Ferrari off of it. Uh, ah, makes, oh my god. There's a guy who I know, I think, I think he's like an Apple or Google guy who has a, a, a yacht with an iMac screen in it. No, that's, um... Yeah. That's the guy who owns the... He owns some sports team. I think it's the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, yeah, you're right. We talked about this guy already, didn't we? Yeah, we did. He um, has the first ever yacht with an IMAX screen in it. Or maybe it was Hooray. James Dolan, the guy who owns the Knicks. I can't remember, but it's one of those like sports owners guys. Like There's like three of them that all have like $100 million plus, plus yachts that have insane stuff. Like They have like a full bowling alley like they like fucking 18 lanes for the five people who get to get on the boat an IMAX theater a personal IMAX theater that gets new movies and everything um and like just a bunch of crazy ass shit just for a boat that I mean even with their copious amount of free time they probably get to use like twice a year and it's like no one has been able to explain to me yet why this is okay the only, the only defense I've seen is, oh, well, you know, that's a somebody gets a job to build that boat. And I'm like, yeah, they get to build one boat. Mm-hmm. Cool. They can have a job building boats that, that get used for more than just, like, yachts. Or, like, yachts and, and IMAX viewings. Like, they can build boats that do useful shit for everybody. Like, fishing boats or, I don't know, boats to put more fish in the water because we're running out of them, apparently. <laughs> 
Bose to fucking deacidify the fucking water. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's good. Uh, Trash oh collecting God. boats. Hell yeah. So this is just more fucking uh, evidence of how, how rich people are. and Yeah. So, Marcus, I heard that you were talking something about Georgia changing its laws when it comes to marijuana. What's going on there? Well... Alright, it's a proposed Georgia bill that would allow production for medical marijuana in Georgia within the state. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I thought that was interesting because I know someone who wanted to make or grow cannabis and sell that junk. Mm. And if you uh, is this uh, is this friend on mic right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. C- could be. Could not. I, I can't confirm or deny. <laughs> but it sounds interesting, and not a thing that Georgia th- I thought would do in my lifetime. So I thought it was fascinating. Uh, allow me to link the. Uh, article with you. Well, I'm reading it right now, actually. Oh, okay. And it says, oh, this is, a, this is an author by Republican Representative Micra Gravely, hmm. which would allow for 10 licenses to grow and manufacture the substance in Georgia and create as many as 50 retail locations. However, I do love this quote he says right here. Let me be clear about this. There is no appetite in the state of Georgia for the recreational use of marijuana. <laughs> and, sir, I think you may be wrong on that one. Oh, he is so wrong. Yeah. I think I think you may have said uh, an, an incorrect thing. Mm-hmm. Because I can personally attest that there, uh, there has definitely been a hunger in the state of Georgia mm-hmm. for uh, recreational for me, weed. My, my glycoma is acting up, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your, gly- your glycoma, is that what you said it was? Your yeah. glycoma is acting up? Yeah, man, yeah. Uh-huh, that's that's the word you want to use? <laughs> but, I mean, this would be pretty cool. I, I, dude, if, if we could get on this, uh, one of these 10 licenses to grow low-potency marijuana, yeah, sure, why not? Fucking, uh, what, what what defines low potency? Because I've only seen like the mid to high range of this potency. There's like it's like skunk weed, basically. You know, it's like uh, l- like low THC content. Boo. Like a, like if you try to smoke like hemp or some shit, like not a whole <laughs> lot's gonna happen there. I see. I see. There's different strains and shit. And it's like it's like guys, come on, can we just go ahead and legalize marijuana? Like fuck really? it, like. like... They're pussy flitting around. I don't know why. They like money. Go get it. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Like, everybody wants to get high. Mm-hmm. I know. It's, it's like... like it, I don't know. It's like... It's it's proven. Proven to be insanely less dangerous than alcohol. And yet, you watch the Super Bowl and it's nothing but commercials for beer and liquor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again... The entire history of humanity can be traced down the line of people who are going on the quest to get fucked up. Yes. They did, They invented basketball, and then they wanted to get high. Those are the two <laughs> things that happened in history. And that is how you do a callback, ladies and gentlemen. There were ancient shaman who fucking discovered the basketball, dug it up out of the ground from the basketball tree, and, uh, like, its root, and invented the, the great noble sport of basketball, and then immediately tried to smoke it. <laughs> honestly though honestly 
and and to be completely truthful, to speak of callbacks, I can't believe Netflix made a show you a Russian doll, and it's not about Donald Trump. <laughs> no, Seth, no collusion. Mueller report just proved no collusion. Your joke is done. We've retired it. It's over. If anything, it makes my joke better. Does it? Does it really? I mean, it was already like a ninety-nine percent great joke. Oh yes. I think it's bumped it up to a hundred percent. Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. But this reminds me, by the way, of something another thing that that shitty motherfucker Beto O'Rourke said, which was, "We need to make drugs uncool again in America." Yeah, he was oh, like, he's Lord. like, because he said that like, drugs should be legalized and then we should make them uncool or something, like smoking. Yeah, which, that's just not going to happen. And it's like, buddy, drugs will always be cool, just like smoking will always be cool. Like, you're never going to make that not cool. I'm sorry. Especially if corny guys like Beto work say they shouldn't be cool anymore. <laughs> like, you're going to become way cooler. How many dudes watched Mad Men and took up smoking after that show? Like, it got popular again with certain people. Yeah, it's true. It's- like, because people just look cool when they're smoking. And so you're never going to make drugs or smoking uncool. I'm not sure why we're trying. Mm-hmm. But people, people want to adopt the Portugal method, which is to decriminalize drugs, which they're still not legal, but you won't go to jail for using them. It's a small fine, and then you get referred to a, a, a psychiatrist for an evaluation, right? And yeah. that has caused their drug abuse rate and their overdose rate to fucking plummet. Like, like Portugal now has one of the best drug programs in the world that has yes. saved countless lives. Yeah, the drugs and, in Portugal not, are so good. <laughs> and that's, but, but that's not trying to make it uncool. That's trying to acknowledge that it is a health risk to use certain drugs. Yeah. See, the difference between Portugal and America is that Portugal care about their people mm. and actually want them to live to see tomorrow. Not really the case here in America. Yes, if there's one thing I've learned from watching the movie... City of God is that Portugal cares about their people. City of God takes place in Brazil. Yes, but they speak Portuguese. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, sure. They're a Portuguese colony. I'll give so, you that. So I'm sure it's a straight one-to-one relationship. A victim of colonialism, sure. Yes. Um, but uh, here's the thing, though. is Portugal's government is actually a coalition uh, government run between two parties. And those two parties are a moderate liberal party and a socialist party. And so mm. you do get good policies like this out of that. Nice. Which goes to show you, the socialists have good ideas. Yeah, because I mean, I feel like there's like this, like, granny Republican in America whose worst fear is that one day you could walk into a Dollar General and buy a brick of black tar heroin. And guess what? That's my dream, baby. (laughs) Whoa, (laughs) are you a libertarian? I think people should be able. No, I just think we should legalize all drugs. But not lower the age of consent. Now, God, no. What? There Ra- go. Raise that baby. Raise it. Yes. It should be like 35. <laughs> Damn. Let everyone get get past the age of being young and hot and want to fuck. Yeah. only illegal when they're past that prime. Yeah. No, but in all honesty, I think it should be like 21. There you go. And the, But the drinking age should go down to 18. All right, now we're talking. Now we're, we're cooking. <laughs> and the voting age should be 16. And the marijuana age should be non-existent because we should all be able to smoke whatever we want, including babies. Yes, I mean babies, two-year-olds. But you know what, though? Wait, I you want to be... smoke two-year-olds? No, they would be able to smoke. Oh, okay. It, it would be, it would be a, a, a mistake if we did not spend at least a, just one minute talking about Mike Gravel. 
Do you know mm-hmm. who Mike Gravel is? Mm. Mike Gravel? He is uh, an Alaska, a former Alaska senator who has run for president several times under both the Libertarian and Democratic uh, uh, parties. Yeah, he really gained some name recognition from those runs. <laughs> well, he was the guy that made fun of the Daily Show all those years ago for the video where he just stands there staring into the camera for two minutes and then throws a oh. rock into a stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's a fun fact about Mike Gravel. In 2008, when he ran for president uh, under the Libertarian ticket, he had a radical notion um, that Libertarians should support uh, universal health care because his, his platform was total freedom. And what could be more free than not having to worry about your health bills anymore? Hmm. That's a damn good point. I like him. Well, recently he has reemerged uh, because a couple of teenagers um, have taken up his name on Twitter and have drafted him to run for president uh, on the Democratic ticket, but not to win. They don't want Mike Gravel to win the presidency. They just want to get him into the debates where he can just like destroy everyone else on foreign policy and call out American imperialism. And so mm-hmm. that's because the dude, he really is a huge critic of America's overseas actions. And has a super, like, left position. Like, you know, drop, bring the troops home, let other countries go and shit. And we, we, won't, we won't fuck with them anymore. Which is something no one's saying. Not even Bernie Sanders says that. So yeah. they want to get him on a stage where he can force people to either say, yes, we love you know, killing brown children on the other side of the planet. Or taking a position that says, no, we need to stop doing that. And so I, that's the whole goal. I'm telling you this mm. right now. And this might be controversial or maybe you guys don't agree with it but i have had probably my best political conversations with libertarians i'm sorry we you cut out there i have i said i've had my my best political conversations with libertarians oh yeah how's that i've I've just had a couple i've had a couple of friends um two former co-workers and one person from college who are all libertarians and it's just they're just fun to talk to because I honestly think that aside from a couple of like pretty important things they don't think that much differently than us we just disagree on the execution of how to get us to our future utopia um so yeah and I, I just I've had a lot of fun talking to them because we don't we never like have these huge dis- like this like complete like like I would with like a fucking you know regular republican or something or you know like a alt-right person I wouldn't have have these huge disagreements with. We just have like these little, oh, you know, maybe the economy can work this way. Maybe it can do this. And I just, I've always had fun talking to the libertarians that I know. Maybe not, maybe not all of them are that pleasant, but the ones I've talked to have been very nice. And we just have like good conversations. So, and I think they're probably the, the version of people on the right who could be the more easily converted to the left. Yeah, because libertarians want freedom. Uh, and I mean, socialism and eventually communism are are you know free. That's that's the whole thing. It's freedom. It's like we want people to be free from worry. Like that's the whole thing. Yep. Don't worry about food or housing or medical care. You know these basic needs should be taken care of. And from there, you can you can you can have your your worries over more you know uh, or higher level things. Yeah. And libertarians were they hate taxes. I know, but come on, like. Uh, the taxes are going to be a part of society forever, and if we just convince them of that, and we could we could show them how taxes could be used to actually help them, I think libertarians have seen their entire lives a world where taxes don't really help them at all or help anyone. They just help like the rich essentially. I think if we show yeah. a world where it did, they would change their mind. 
That's true. True. And understand that the the, the, the collective is is pretty important. So, to sum it, to, in, in summary, uh, Marcus, any thoughts? Oh no! Like you guys <clears throat> hit on all the points that uh, I would talk about. Damn, Marcus just makes us look good. That's what he does. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm here for, guys. That's what I need sometimes. <laughs> Oh, you. anybody have any back. thoughts on the new Google streaming platform? Yes. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay, we have finally <laughs> activated Marcus. Marcus. I'm sorry. All right, so Marcus with the bad tape. Go ahead. Listen, okay. Okay, so I was watching their, like, keynote thing or whatever, and it sounds amazing. Really? Oh, yes. Okay, what? so. Okay, give me the lowdown. I don't know almost anything about it. Okay, so first off, I was actually a part of the um, the Google Stream project. It didn't what? have a name yet, but basically they were like, "Okay, we're gonna let you use our our thing, and you can play what is it, Assassin's Creed Odyssey." Odyssey. Odyssey, yes. And oh my God, it looks gorgeous. It loads quickly. There's like no lag while I'm playing, like, directly from their service. And holy crap, like, I was just playing it on my computer. Apparently, you can go to your freaking, like, pad, phone, all this other stuff, and there's there's just so much that I can't even remember. But they just thought of everything. Like, as far as, like, YouTubers and streamers go, they're gonna love it, because you can... You can save states of your game and share it with, like, people who probably, like, watch your stream or your YouTube channel. And they can, like, experience it, like, step by step. Like, as you did. And it's wow. just, it's insane. And it's crazy. And I love it. And I want it. <laughs> now, are you allowed to talk about this? Well, technically, I'm just talking about their service. And they just did, like, a, a whole, like, what is it? What, what, do you, what do you call it? Yeah, they did a whole keynote. So all this stuff is already out in the air. So, so we're not going to get... So you, you're, you're not going to get saved if you're talking about this? No. Okay. And also, like, people were streaming Project Stream. So if okay. they don't get sued, we super shouldn't get sued. <laughs> How did you get hooked up with this? I... Actually, yeah, one of my friends just sent me, like, an email about it. And I was like, oh, I, I did some investigating. I signed up. Within, like, two days, they were like, hey, you, try this thing out. <laughs> and I was like, mm, all right. I do like free, and I do like video games, so. All right, so before he started, you said Marcus had a bad take. What's your take? Uh, my take is that in two years, this will be, this will be forgotten. It'll be a, a curiosity that Google... Like so many Google projects was announced and then shuttered uh, pretty quickly. I just don't think it's going to work out. The requirements of having a 20 gig connection uh, at all times to play your games does not seem promising for most of America. That's true. Um, and I will say that Marcus, I, I'm surprised to hear you say that there's no lag because in their demonstrations, their keynotes, there were there was tons I, of lag. I know, which was crazy, because like, like when I was playing Odyssey, like I, I, it was flawless, and it looked great, 
and I was just like, there's no way. There's no way. And I did see those, like, little glitches in now, their keynote. Marcus, you don't have to, well, well, you don't have to well, say it out loud, but how much is Google paying you to say all this stuff? <laughs> unfortunately. Twice if they have a gun to your oh, to hell off, off camera. Uh, unfortunately, zero dollars. <sighs> oh, my God. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it's just like one of those things where I, I think they're going to have a hard time getting people on board because of how Google is known for abandoning projects. Yeah, like, look like with Google Fiber. Yeah, they, they do kind of just, they're kind of like uh, the, the Taco Bell of um, internet stuff, except they're not as good because Taco Bell is like one of the three best fast food chains there is. Because um, they just, they'll try anything. Like you go to Taco Bell, they'll try something at least once. They'll do like a month long yeah. promotion for it. But then when they hit a fucking winner, like the nacho fries or the quesarito or the Doritos Locos Taco, they fucking run with it. And I think Google does the same thing. They they try out everything and then stuff like they tried the whole they, they bought YouTube and like we're gonna try and see if YouTube takes off. YouTube took off, they put a lot of money into YouTube now. And they have these they just have these little projects and let's sadly they do abandon them for almost no reason and you know, leave people who are using them in the dark. Um, but they do try a lot of stuff, which uh, a lot of companies are kind of risk averse. But since Google has so much money, they figure, hey, let's take some risks. Um, but yeah, I do think that, I mean, hey, if this project works out, I mean, maybe it'll be something that can be, you know, impressive and cool. But I don't know. I don't, I feel like, first of all, just to get me to watch the game on a different platform, it's going to take me a long time to switch off of Twitch. I love Twitch so much. Um, oh, yeah, Twitch is pretty nice. So yeah, I don't I don't know how well it's gonna go, but I mean, hey, it's a it's an ambitious concept. And also, it not really sure is. how much streamers will like it, because according to what I've seen, trying to stream while also trying to stream the the game to you takes up most of your connection. Yeah, I'm mm. so. So we'll see. I mean, I, I, I could be wrong. I could be eating crow in two years when everyone's playing Stadia or whatever. Which sounds, by the way, like like a, a rich person's word for like VD or something. Or like a rich person, um, like a, like their daughter's name. <laughs> this is Stadia. <laughs> this is Stadia. I don't know what a rich like Martinique or something. Wow, you got came up that quick. <laughs> really? What's the last name you gotta buy? <laughs> the price tag on that fucking last name. Uh, well, I think we're done, y'all. I think we've, yeah. we've covered a lot of the events today. I think today. we reached the logical end to probably the entire podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, uh, uh, this is Luna's podcast. Uh, I've been Smith. I will continue being him when this is over. My Twitter uh, name is uh, at MCSurf. I'm Seth. I'm on Twitter at Life of Seth. Once again, declaring for the NBA draft. Um, if you know anybody, put my name out there. Send them my latest tweet. It is just one Shot one three pointer, but it is a pretty good one. So, uh, <laughs> Just one. <laughs> g- give give it, give it to your friends, people. And uh, I'm Marcus. It, it's been fun. Yeah, so I, mean, uh, I, I will get him on Twitter one of these days. <laughs> um, our artwork was done by our lovely co-host Marcus. Woo, woo, our theme song was done by Ben Powell, who was also a former guest on the show. Um, he has a podcast called Southern Smackdown, and. They talk about wrestling and we're from the South, so if you're into that, uh, go check it out. Let's see here. Um, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't even get under it. Fuck. Kevin Durant, Tom Brady, and the movie First Reformed. Marcus, you got one? And 
I've got nothing. Dang. <laughs> we've stopped trying to solve our problems. We're just trying to outlive them. And from Chicago. <laughs> what? Millennials <laughs> 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 podcast. <laughs> We're out. Out. Oh, God, I'm oh. done. <laughs>